Welcome back to the Break Free Podcast. This is episode 27. And today I want to talk about nine tangible ways you can start healing your mind, body, and soul. Now, I talk a lot about healing the mind, body, and soul. That's pretty much the basis of my platform. But what does that actually mean? What is the connection and how do you start the process of truly healing yourself as a whole person? What does that look like? What does that feel like? So when I say mind, body, and soul, for some people that might sound a little hippie-ish and a little woo-woo, but what does it actually mean in a more biological term? The mind represents your brain and your nervous system. The body is represented by the gut and the soul is represented by the heart, your intuition or your authentic self. So when we're talking about a whole person approach to healing, you can't heal in just one area and not acknowledge the other two. The changes you make will not stick. They simply won't last. Now, there is a complex interconnectedness that exists between your mind, your body, and your soul that for a long time has been overlooked. Have you ever been so stressed out that you got physically sick? Or maybe you experienced a moment that was so beautiful and so profound that it felt spiritual or otherworldly. That is the power and fluidity that exists between our mind, body, and soul. This trifecta represents our control center and they interact with one another to influence our physical and mental health. So let me paint a picture for you on what this connection actually looks like. Your soul is represented by your heart, which is your intuition and your authentic self. Throughout life, you end up detaching from your authentic self due to adverse experiences in childhood, trauma, childhood conditioning, your self-talk, your ego, your beliefs. And when these experiences and beliefs and inner narrative are negative, they signal to your mind that you are stressed. Now, the mind represents the brain and the nervous system. And when it gets feedback from your soul, your intuition, that you're stressed, your brain sends signals and releases stress hormones, and it keeps you stuck in fight or flight. The constant excess of stress hormones affects every single system of your body. You develop insomnia, loss of sex drive, headaches, fertility problems, autoimmune disease, and chronic illness because your brain is in a desperate attempt to keep you safe and it pulls all necessary resources from every other system of your body, especially your gut. Now, your body is represented by the gut, which either slows down or speeds up under stress, causing symptoms like constipation and IBS. Now, your gut is literally a mini brain, and your gut and your brain communicate back and forth nonstop all day long. And it's not a one-way channel from the brain to the gut. It's a two-way street from the brain to the gut, the gut to the brain. Now, 90% of all the serotonin in your body is produced in your gut. Serotonin is your happy hormone, the shit that makes you feel good. It is produced in your gut. So when your microbiome of your gut is damaged due to stress or poor diet, you're going to have a host of psychological issues like depression and other mood disorders. The signal back to your brain is, hey, things are not good down here. And over time, you literally change the chemistry of your brain. And this cycle continues on autopilot unless you hit the brakes. 
So how do you do that exactly? Now, we know from neuroplasticity that our brain has the ability to form and recognize new neural pathways. So just like from birth until now, your thoughts moved you further and further away from your soul, intuition, and authentic self, over time causing you to lack self-trust, belief, and confidence, using that same process of neuroplasticity, you can retrain your brain by harnessing your thoughts, your inner narratives, your beliefs, and your habits to choose differently. When your soul is in alignment with your intuition, these tonic thoughts and beliefs send the message to your mind that everything is safe. Your brain isn't on high alert and doesn't signal to release stress hormones constantly. You're sleeping better. You have more clarity. Your mood disorders are gone and you're resilient and bouncing back to homeostasis when stress does arise. The gut isn't being starved of resources, and along with a healthier whole food diet, you have more energy and focus, and your GI pain and issues are resolved. So today I want to share with you nine ways that you can start healing your mind, body, and soul for a whole body healing process. Starting with the soul. Number one, the most important thing you can do is work on reconnecting to your authentic self and intuition by rebuilding self-trust. Self-trust is developed by making and keeping promises to yourself. Start as small as you can possibly imagine. Now, I've used this example many times before. Even if it means starting every morning with a glass of water, do that. Start there. Once that promise becomes a habit, incorporate a new promise and keep repeating. Over time, not only will you have formed new positive habits, but you'll learn that you won't let yourself down and that you can trust yourself to keep the promises that you make. Number two is to practice vulnerability and trust. Oftentimes when we lack self-trust, it's incredibly difficult to let our walls down and be vulnerable with other people, especially those that are closest to us. So pick one person that you trust and practice being open and honest and vulnerable with them. Number three is to start listening to the narrative of your self-talk, ego, and beliefs that were created through your childhood conditioning. What are they telling you? Are they tonic thoughts or toxic thoughts? Are they making you feel good or are they making you feel bad? Next up with the mind. Number four is going to be to get familiar with your nervous system. Anytime that you're triggered by an unhealed emotional wound, past trauma, or adverse experiences by practicing my OPAL method. Now, if you haven't heard of this before, I'm going to run through it quickly with you. The O stands for observe your emotions when you are triggered. Practice being consciously aware and observe how you feel when you're triggered. What does it feel like? Is your heart racing? Are your palms sweaty? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel like you want to cry? P is for pause versus reacting by default. Maybe typically you scream, yell, withdraw, or attack. In that moment, pause. The A stands for ask. Why am I feeling this? Why is this making me upset, defensive, or angry? Getting curious versus being judgmental is one of the foundations of self-awareness. An L is for let go. Acknowledge the emotion and watch it rise and flow like a wave. Triggers are just emotional energy. They come and they go just like the tides. Remember, you are not your emotions. You are so much bigger, broader, and more complex than fleeting feelings. Healthy ways to self-soothe and let go are going for a walk or a run, meditating, or deep breathing. 
Number five is to practice being more conscious throughout your day through practices like meditation and breath work. This helps slow your monkey mind and allows you to make choices that reflect change versus our autopilot behaviors. Number six is tone your vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is connected to every system of your body and is the main component of the parasympathetic nervous system, which oversees crucial bodily functions, including your mood, immune response, digestion, and heart rate. Poor vagal tone inhibits the ability of our nervous system to shift between sympathetic, which is fight or flight, and parasympathetic, which is rest and digest, anytime it's activated during daily stress. Now, some ways to tone or strengthen your vagus nerve to increase resilience and bouncing back to homeostasis when stress does arise includes cold exposure, breath work and meditation, and even singing. Next up is the body. Number seven, yoga engages both the mind and the body by combining the regulatory power of our breath with movement. And as we advance through our practice and increasingly challenging poses, we begin to test our body's physical limits even further. And we're offered the opportunity to reconnect to the calming power of our breath. Now, if you've ever done yin yoga, this is a perfect example. With yin yoga, you're holding positions from anywhere from a minute to several minutes. And there will be a point in this practice where your body is screaming at you to get out of this position. And it's through breath and connecting back to your body that you're able to breathe through the pain. And then you actually feel your body let go into the position. Number eight is to take care of your gut by eating more whole food, probiotics, and prebiotics. Number nine is cardio. Any cardio activity like running, swimming, hiking, where the mind and body are linked and your heart rate is increased. This is going to help improve sleep and mood by releasing neurochemicals like dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine, which is going to make you feel happier and less stressed. Cardio also increases oxygen and blood circulation all over your body, creating measurable changes in the brain, increasing its size and health, while also simulating new neural pathways and strengthening existing ones. So that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you take this information and use it as the foundation to start your own mind, body, and soul healing journey. If you want more information and more free resources on how to do that, make sure you go to the show notes below and click the link for my free VIP list. Every week you'll get free tips and resources from me on how you can further your healing journey as well as early access with a discount to my course that will be coming out in March of this year. And as always, if you got value out of this podcast, share it to your timeline, share it to your stories, tag me in it because the more people that I can reach, the more people that I can help and you can help me do that. I'll see you next week.